Good day, everyone. Welcome to our Norwex Learning Network, our podcast channel for our podcast series, which right now we are so excited that we're almost into our third year of doing Norwex podcast. So if you're just tuning in, you've got a lot of catching up to do. And I'm very excited because our recent series is our social media series. And we have several that are already uh, posted. So you wanna make sure to check those out today. We're talking Facebook parties. And I know that a lot of you do Facebook parties, do them in different ways. I'm excited today because I'm joined by uh, our Vice President Sales Leader, Lisa Sears. Hey Lisa, how are you? Hi there, I'm doing great, thank you. So Lisa is about to celebrate her four year Norwex anniversary, congratulations. Thank you. And so Lisa does a lot of her business online. She's gonna get to her story, but I just wanna mention, if you're tuning in today, you're going to hear a lot of information on this podcast. And because we know that you're really just listening, we're going to provide you with episode notes. So in the description for this podcast, if you click on episode notes, that will give you a little cheat sheet, like a cliff note outline, and also give you room to fill in so that then you can go off and have an outline that works for you. Now, everybody does this a little bit differently. So what Lisa shares, you might think, yeah, that's good, but I do it this way. That's the beauty of these podcasts is that sometimes you're going to get a whole idea that you take off and, and um, incorporate in your business. And other times you're just going to tweak things along the way. Now, if you're a new consultant listening in, you want to think about how you can take this because Lisa is a seasoned leader. She does this a lot. Uh, Lisa, how many parties do you have in a given month, per se? I, I have about 8 to 12 Facebook parties. Okay, so she's doing 8 to 12 Facebook parties. And if you're just starting out, you're going to skinny down what, she, um, what she's sharing. Um, think of how it can work for you. And it gives you, though, a framework for how you can do your own party. So let's get started. Lisa, you have, a, you have an interesting story. I know that right now, doing your business online, works for kind of your season of life. Why is that? It does. So first of all, I was introduced to Facebook or I was introduced to Norwex from a Facebook party. So I'd never been to a home party when I got started, but I had a lot of fun doing it. And I think part of the reason is because number one, I'm on social media. And number two, I have little ones at home. So at the time, my son Walter was about a little less than 18 months old. And um, so when I got started, that's just what worked best for us. My husband is a teacher. He's a coach. He's now an assistant principal. We help out at church a lot. Um, Walter is now five, and we have a second child, Ruby, who is about to turn three. And they keep us very busy. And I think another focus for me is that when I got started with Norwex, I was I just started staying home and I wanted to keep that as you know, part of my focus was obviously being a stay-at-home mom. So I like to say I'm a stay-at-home mom first, work at home mom second. And so for this season, I find that Facebook party really works well for my family. Um, I can do it after the kids are in bed. I can do a lot of my work when they're napping. And then, like I said, the majority of my work comes when they're in bed at night. And that's one of the things I really love about online parties is that it doesn't have, you know, quote, store hours or even maybe um, typical people hours. It can be whenever it works for me and for my family. And 
I love that you also, you have built a very large team. And really, you connect with people both on social and in lots of other ways to build that kind of a team. So that's exciting. So we're not going to get into building your team today. Um, we'll save that. Lisa is actually going to be one of our workshop presenters at Leadership Conference. So hope you're all joining us there. Anyway, uh, let's just start with a few best practices, Lisa. Okay, so um, when thinking about Facebook and best practices, I also, you know, think about, and I know we just did a podcast on how to avoid Facebook jail. And so um, when you're thinking about Facebook, you want to think about being social. Facebook is created as a social platform, and it's all about building up relationships. And so that's what we want to focus on when we are doing parties in, on Facebook or when you are in your groups, different things like that. So one thing I think is really important with Facebook parties is getting your host involved um, and, your, and your guests for that party as well. And host coaching is very much key. So we talk about host coaching with uh, home parties, but host coaching for Facebook parties is just as important. That's a really good tip, Lisa. Anything else best practice-wise? And then we'll get into the flow of your whole party. Okay, so have fun. Um, like we talked about with relationships, we want to make sure that we are having fun. Um, so don't be too salesy in your VIP group, on your personal page, or in a party. You want to, you know, you want to educate. You want to add some humor. Uh, throw in some interactive questions or games. Really be yourself and let people see who you are. Um, if you're live and something, you know, happens, roll with it. Just keep going, but just let people see who you really are. Um, another tip would be not to overpost too much or when you are posting, not to use too many words. A lot of times we see posts where people are writing paragraphs because we have a lot to say about Norvex and we love our products and we have a lot of stories to tell. But when we get too wordy or when we're sharing too much, people are going to scroll right by. So something I like to remember is that most people are on their phones and they're typically places like maybe writing as a passenger in a car. They might be on a lunch break. Um, you know, they might be catching a mommy timeout somewhere, <clears throat> different things like that. Um, there's just different places, eating lunch. So people are not there to read novels. They are there to get little uh, bits of information. And if there's too much information, they're going to scroll right past. So same when they're on your party at night, they are probably partying from their phone. So when you're doing an interactive question or an interactive post, don't make it too hard. You want it to be simple and easy. You know, maybe they're responding with yes or no, or they're sharing a GIF or an emoji, something like that. If it's too much work, like go take a picture of this certain cabinet in your house, people will scroll on by, even if it's for something for free. I um, think that is great advice. And you're so right. Uh, people, people really have a limited amount of attention span when it comes to looking at a post, post, I mean, I, we just know that. Uh, people that write a life story, pretty much that's not gonna get read. Uh, and so now let's dig into your Facebook party, which I know starts way before the party and actually host coaching, whether you're at a live party or whether you're doing a Facebook party or just an online party, host coaching is really key. So Lisa, walk through, what do you do for host coaching for your Facebook parties? Okay, so I actually made some simple graphics. Um, and I mean, honestly, you guys, when I say simple, they are very simple. I'm not a, uh, I'm not a graphic person at all, but just 
tips that they are then going to see the image. It's going to tell them what their tip is for the day. So when I start a party, um, the first thing I will, you know, say to them is I'm going to send you one or two host coaching tips every single day. And so, and it's part of my routine. I actually use Facebook messenger to send my tips and I do have, you know, texting services that I could use, but Facebook likes when we use their services and Facebook messenger is one of those things. And so and I actually, that was a tip that Sherry shared, Sherry Gauthier, our director of social media. She shared that in our last uh, podcast on Facebook jail as a way to avoid it. Exactly. So they like it. It helps, helps the algorithms. If you're messaging with somebody, Facebook knows your friends or they are assuming your friends. And so it's probably going to help your algorithms and each other's, you know, um, news feeds. So I like to send my messages right through that. It's just part of my morning routine is that I get up and I look at my Facebook parties for the week and I send them their tips along with verbiage. And if that sounds overwhelming, another tip I have for you guys is I use the sticky notes on my side of my computer and I have typed out all of my host coaching verbiage right there. And I literally upload the graphic and copy and paste the verbiage to send to my host. And then I love voice messaging. So if you are on Messenger, you can click the little microphone and you can voice message. And so then I can reiterate a point or say I'm asking them to share before and after. Then I might voice message and say, remind me, what products do you have again? And then sometimes when you end with a question or you open up that conversation, it is going to, your host is going to feel compelled to then respond back to you, which is building your relationship as well. So I think that a couple of things you said are really important. One is using that voice messenger because honestly, you can say a lot more in a voice message and it doesn't feel as overwhelming as somebody reading it in, uh, in a text format. And then the other thing is leaving with a question because you want to, it's a conversation. So you always want to leave them with something they can come back and respond to. Exactly. So I'll send that, I'll send those tips um, every day. I found that most people want to have a good party and they have a fear. They have a fear of failing at it or not knowing what to do or not understanding Facebook enough. And so if we can help eliminate that fear by coaching them along and, and helping them have a great party or knowing what to do in order to have a great party, it gives them the confidence that they need. And then you're also going to get bookings because then they're telling their friends, she made it so easy. She coached me along every step of the way. And that is how you're going to get your bookings from your party because they then want to party with you. Absolutely. Okay. So that's what you do for, with your hosts. Then you also, your entire party is about a week long. So you start posting well before like the, the date of, uh, when you're going to go live and um, really be engaging. So what does that look like? So I like to start them about four days in advance. And I do that not, I mean, for the post, yes, but also to give us some grace between when the actual party is going to be so that that way, if my host doesn't immediately invite her friends or start, you know, messaging that it's not, it's not right up to next to our party to where she then feels overwhelmed. So I started four days in advance and I want to give a thanks to Melissa Detmer because she did a webinar with you a couple years ago. And that's where I realized I had, I had done parties all different ways, two weeks before, one week before. And this has really been the best flow that I found. And I probably have used this format now for probably at least two years. So I started four days in advance. After I set up the party, I party in a group. And after I set up that party, I immediately message my host I let her know her party is set up, that I can't wait to party with her. I sent her the host reward flyer for the month, and I have a document with Facebook party tips on it. 
And then I say, please let me know once you've read through this information before you invite your guests. And I do that because I want her to read through those tips. I want her to let me know she sees the party. And then I want to give her verbiage on how to invite her friends. So then once she messages back, I then send her my, you know, I'll say, here's how, what, or here's what I recommend doing in order to invite your guests to the party. And so then, you know, I copy and paste that from my sticky note on my computer, write to her, fill in the information that needs filled in. And then that way she knows exactly what she's doing. It's not, I'm not asking her to compose a message. I'm just asking her to tweak a message I've already given her. And then on that day, I post typically once, maybe twice, usually a photo of myself and my family. And you can make that seasonal and fun. So recently I've been doing um, family costumes. Last year we dressed as the Berenstein Bear family. And so we had mama bear and papa bear, brother bear, sister bear. So right now it's a post of my family dressed up for Halloween because Halloween is this week. And, you know, I'll say, here's my family. I got started with Norwex four years ago. And just a little bit about me and what my goal is with the party to get the host, you know, a safe, to help her create her safe haven. And then I will um, post a Norwex, I call it a Norwex 101 video. Um, we have lots of great videos on our Norwex YouTube channel. So find one that resonates with you. I'll post that and I'll end with something like, um, I'm so excited to help you save time, save money, reduce chemicals and help the environment. You know, are you ready or something like that? And then have them uh, ask them to comment below. I don't use the word comment. I'll usually say something like say yes below for your first ticket into our door prize drawing. And yeah. then- And you're always uh, creating that interaction with them. And if you're listening and you're thinking, what's a Norwex 101 video? We do have a lot of videos. Uh, I think one that Lisa uses, which uh, is one of my faves, is Real Products, Real Solutions. Uh, it just speaks to our mission, uh, speaks to what Norwex is all about, and it's just a quick little video. But there are a lot to choose from. Uh, I think that's just one that you could think of potentially using if you haven't if you haven't run across it yet. Yes, I really like that. And I think it gives, so when people click on, cause I'm asking my host then to send the link to the group so that people know how to get to the party easily. So she's asking first their permission to be invited. And then once they say yes, she sends them the group link. She can add them or she can send them the link and they can request to join. It's a closed group because I have a giveaway involved. So it needs to be a closed group for compliance reasons. And then once they're in that group, um, you know, it gives them a direct link to the group. So then anytime that week when they want to go check in on the party, they have the link in their Facebook messenger, which I think is very important because Facebook can be really overwhelming. Um, so then they're able to go to that. But then when they get to the page, they have a video to look at. So it's not just this blank party. They have something to say like, well, what is Norwex? You know, they can start there. So that's the first day. Um, the next day, so three days before the actual party, I'll post usually two times, one early morning. Um, because I don't know about you guys, but I do check my phone first thing in the morning. You know, I'll go on Facebook and see what notifications they had from the night before. So I do post early morning and then I'll post again in the evening. And that post, those posts on that day might look something like, and I keep things very simple because like I said earlier, you don't want to be writing novels on your posts. So it might be a picture of the household package and I might hashtag, or I might say, this is one of my favorite things about Norwex hashtag just add water, something like that. That's quick and to the point. The graphic is doing a lot of the talking, but they're curious because they're like, what does she mean? She just cleans with water. And then that evening, it might be something about an educational graphic with about chemicals. You know, maybe 
Um, there have been 80,000 chemicals introduced in the last 50 years and less than 300 have been assessed for human impact and safety. Just something like that and how I might say something, <clears throat> a personal story about how I did not know about that before getting started with Norex, that I assumed anything on a shelf was safe for my family and that I was so thankful for an option where um, I could reduce those chemicals. So that's three days before. Two days before, I post three times, early morning, lunchtime, and evening. Um, I like to post something like, why Norex microfiber? Because a lot of times we get questions about, why use microfiber? You know, I buy it from the store. And then people want to know, but why is Norex superior? And so I like to give them that information. And we have some great images on Flickr that show, that outline why Norex is superior, why Norex microfiber is so great. So you can use one of those and then you can just say something, you know, along those lines. You know, often people want to know why, why do I love Norwex? Why is Norwex microfiber superior? You know, and then you could use bullet points or arrows or something to list out a few of those facts so that you're not writing a big paragraph. Um, another post that day might be the, an EnviroCloth post. That's our game changer. If I can get people just at least to buy an EnviroCloth, more than likely they're going to come back for more and their life's going to be changed. I like to share about the EnviroCloth with a bunch of before and afters, which you can get on you know, Flickr, you can make on Photofy, you can create your own, something like that. Um, and then, and another idea with that too, if you guys have VIP groups, is utilize your VIP group. So my VIPs share before and after photos, so then you can always you know, take a screenshot of that uh, testimony without their name on it, create it into a simple graphic, send it into compliance, make sure your name and title's on it, and get that compliance approval. And then you've got a bunch of great before and after photos from other people. So that's something I like to do. Um, and then that night I might post some kind of interactive question. Um, you know, like I sh shared, it's Halloween time right now when we're recording this. So um, I might share something like, um, here, are, here are some Halloween movies, which one's your favorite? You know, a picture with different Halloween movies. Or what's your, are you a candy, uh, candy corn fan or not? You know, and then letting them say yes or no. Or um, last week I had them share a gif of how they felt when they saw candy corn. And that was really funny because you have people who love candy corn and you've got people who hate it. But it's it, very polarizing, isn't it? It is, yes. And like when you share something like that, and you guys, that's so easy. Get, you know, Photify or use an app like WordSwag, type in the word candy corn, it gives you options and you just put text over the top, um, you know. And then people love that because they love to talk about themselves. So yeah. if, if they're able to then answer and tell you whether or not they like candy corn, they're going to do that. So, and especially if they get to pick out a gift that, <laughs> that describes, um, you know, what it's like when they see candy corn. So I like to really get involved um, with my customers in that way or with so my partner. You know what I like about that too, Lisa, is at the beginning you say, you know, you want it to be funny. And some people are sitting there thinking, well, I'm just, I'm not, a, I'm not funny. But when you do something like that, that's so, you know, just easy, it, makes it interactive and it's funny. I'm sure that you get funny posts coming out of that. I do. And then you, you know, we always say with Facebook, Facebook's always changing and our templates have to always be slightly changing too. And that can be very overwhelming to people. But when you make a few simple switches like this, 
Soon I won't be using that one anymore because candy corn's not what's next. So I'm going to find some kind of question that relates to Thanksgiving and then something that relates to Christmas. And so that is one way where you can easily tweak your template and it makes it more fun for your guests. It makes your party slightly different without being a lot of work for you. And it also is going to be more fun for you too. And once you start doing things like this, you'll find what people respond to and then do more things like that. That's a great tip. Okay. So... We're still before the party, correct? Now we're, we're to party day now. So on the party day, okay. I like so to- On the party day, something that you had shared with me and I loved was you had an example of thinking about your party, like when you go shopping in a store. Yes. Okay. So when we, I don't know about you guys, but I do not like going to a store where they immediately meet you at the door and they want to sell you something or ask what they can do for you. I find that very awkward. And to be honest, my personality would not, I would just not go to those stores. Um, and so our party's the same way. We don't want to be selling to somebody from the moment they're in the party group to the end. That's why we want to build these relationships and care about that person first in their journey with Norwex, because that's going to make them more likely to open up and want to learn and, and then appreciate how you handle your business, which is going to be more likely to lead to sales but also bookings and potential teammates because they're going to, they're going to see that you are a person who cares about them. So I think that's really important when you, from the start of your party to the end, that needs to be a focus. Um, so my party day itself, I open up with a, with another fun uh, question. Usually it is, what is your least favorite chore? And you can have them share a GIF. You can have them share an emoji. Um, you could have them just write it out. You can have a graphic where they have, you know, options to choose from. Um, right now, I know, I think that, um, you know, I might post something right now that's like, if you could cast a spell on one room, which room would you cast a spell on and why? And then I'll, and then I'll say, I would, I would cast a spell on bathrooms. And then when people are responding back, this is what we we're talking about, Susan, when people are responding back to you and say they say bathrooms, I don't then respond back and say, great, we have an amazing enviro cloth and window cloth and toilet brush that you need to check out because they don't. They're not there for that. I mean, they are, but they're not. So instead, I might say something like, ugh, I hate bathrooms too. Or if somebody comments dusting, I get that one a lot. I might say, I hear that all the time. Just kind of creating conversation, but without being salesy, so that I'm building that you're relationship. creating conversation and you're validating, you know, mm -hmm. what, what they're saying. Yep. And it, it plants just that subtle seed. We talk about booking, you know, and team building seeds a lot. It plants a subtle seed without to your point being salesy exactly and i think you're right the validation because sometimes people think that if you're a norex consultant that you don't have cleaning challenges anymore and i used to joke when people would come to my house i get nervous because like man i sometimes feel like my house is messier but it's really um, because i'm helping other people clean their homes but i think just letting them know that norex makes things easier but we still all have messes or we can still dislike chores even when we're sharing norex you know, Lisa, it's okay because they always say a carpenter is the one that always has things to be fixed or rooms to, you know, be finished in their house. That is so true. Exactly. So my house, I'm not going to flip my, I'm not going to, I'm glad this is just a podcast. I don't just show you guys right now. But anyways, I think that's really important. So I open up my day with that. I'll say it's party day, you know, um, share your least favorite chore for another ticket into our door prize drawing. And you can word that in different ways, but I would avoid words when we're talking party best practices, you know, avoid words um, like entries or giveaway. If you can try to find uh, creative ways to say things like that. 
Um, okay, then later in the day, I usually will have some type of window cloth post because I did my Enviro cloth post the day before. And the window cloth is what I started my Norwex journey with. I was one of those people who you, most people don't like. I bought just a window cloth and a bathroom scrub mitt. I did not buy an Enviro cloth. I should have listened to my sister, Emily, and I didn't. And so um, I like to just share the window cloth and I'll pair it and I'll say, yesterday I shared about the Enviro cloth. Here's its best friend, the window cloth. This is what started my Norwex journey four years ago. And I'll have some before and after photos of using the two together. Um, then you could have another post later, maybe a video. Um, maybe your team has a video that's been compliance approved that you can share. Or maybe there's one that you find on the Norwex YouTube channel that you like that just talks more about Norwex or what makes Norwex special. You could post something like that maybe late afternoon when people are starting to get home from work. It's going to end up in their newsfeed in the evening when they're starting to settle down. And then also, um, I'll do a 30 minutes till party roll call post. And then just to kind of go back to the host coaching, because I think this is really important on the day of the party. So I'm sending one or two tips every day leading up to the party. And I'm going to look for things that I know can help their party. For example, your host has to be involved. So I really want them to share a testimony or before and after. Um, and then say they say, I, I did, I, I shared my before and after, but I don't own anything else. Then the next day I might say, you know what, now I want you to find a friend in the group who loves Norex and ask them to share a testimony and I'll give them extra entries into the drawing. And so then they're finding a friend to post. Um, so you've got these different tips. I let them know beforehand that they're expected to have a booking. So that way it's not a surprise after the fact that, that they need a booking. I know it's clearly on our host reward flyer, but you'll start going to come across people who act surprised. So you want to make sure that you are giving them those tips beforehand. But honestly, that the post, so the reminder post that you send them the day, or I'm sorry, the verbiage that you send that day, and follow up, those are the two most important host coaching tips I can give you. So that morning, I'm saying, it's party day. I'm so excited. Do you have any questions? Here's a reminder message to send to your guests today. And then they're going to copy and paste, or, you know, they're going to, I'm going to copy and paste it to them, and then they're going to tweak it to make it fit them. But inside that reminder, um, I'm going to include the group link so that they have easy access to the group when it's party time. I'm going to have the host ask them to set an alarm or a reminder for whatever time the party's starting. And then I'm also gonna have them share their link to order because I actually don't post links in my party. It's in the event or the group description. And then I have my host share it with her guests because um, that's a Facebook thing. I don't like to share links um, to, the, to our shopping website. Um, so that's really important because then that host is going to then take that message, tweak it a little bit and individually send it to her guests that day to remind them the party is that night. And I best do best practices. Oh, sorry. That's best practices. But what you're also doing is it feels like it's her party, not your party. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. And if you're not friends with somebody on Facebook and you message them, unless they understand how Facebook works, they're probably not going to see your message. So you're going to want your host to send that out. Um, but it's just, you want to create as many easy buttons for people as you can, because people are not going to dig around in their groups looking for the party that night. You want it to be very clear that they can go to their message and find that group. Um, so I do, yeah, I just think that's really important. And then it's also good because your host is getting involved with the party as well. Um, so, so you need to do that before the party, like the party morning. So that she's sending that she, he or she is sending out that message throughout the day to her friends, um, so that they know the party is that night. Did I cover that well enough? I'm trying to think back. Yes, I think so. 
me see, going through my notes because we talked earlier. Yes, I think so. Okay, so um, yes, okay, so then we're gonna have the party itself. So um, for the party itself that night, I like to post a roll call at the time the party starts. So remember I did that 30 minutes before warning and then I like to post the roll call. And um, that can be simple. It can be a picture of your family with roll call over the top. It can be a simple image that says, you know, our party is starting. Tell us how you know the host and where you're from. Anything like that. Something where it's like a call though to where they want to respond. Um, about five to six minutes. So I would recommend spacing your posts out five or more minutes. So about five to six minutes later, I will then have a facts post, a post where I might pick out three facts that I find surprising uh, that I've learned since sharing Norwex and I'll post that. And I often will say, you know, which one do you find the most surprising? And I like to see what people say back. Um, and then I do a reminder or a, we're going live in two minutes post. So I will share with them, you know, two minutes, we're going live in two minutes. So if my party starts at eight o'clock, my roll call post is at eight, my chemical facts post is at around 8.06. My reminder post, this is the one exception I'll make to that five minute rule, is typically like 8.08 p.m. And then I go live at 8.10. I feel like that gives people enough time to get checked in, sat down, be a few minutes late, but then they're hopefully still gonna catch the live demo. And for my Facebook live demo, I do, I personally do the Safe Haven 5 and the Mop. And I have tried a lot of different things. I have tried doing one huge video. I have tried doing four small videos. I've tried a video at the beginning of the party and the end. And I find that one party, 20 minutes or less is the best. The shorter you can make it, the better. I do talk fast. I have to practice talking slower. Um, but I also feel like it keeps people on their toes. But it's a lot to get in. But if if you make it too long, when people are going back to watch a replay the next day, they're not going to watch it. So 20 minutes is my max, but I would actually love to say keep it shorter. But when you're first getting started, that's going to be hard and that's okay. So I do the EnviroCloth. I tell my story. I do the EnviroCloth with, you know, a demo, butter demo with the window cloth, dust mitt. You can sprinkle some flour on your counter and show how it picks it up or go clean something in your house. And I love to make jokes during my party too about how I love Facebook parties because I get to clean my own home. So I'll say, when you book a home party, I get to come clean your house. But when you do a Facebook party, I get to clean my own. And so, you know, I'll tell them I say things just for those demos. Um, then I will do cleaning paste. And then I will do a demo with, um, or I'll talk about the laundry detergent, how to care for their cloths, um, something like that. Another idea you can do, I got this from my sister, Emily Jones, is take a jar, put in, you know, however much detergent you want and have people guess how many loads of laundry that would wash. And if you're at a home party, then she lets them keep that jar as like a door prize. But if you're online, just showing them like, here's this jar, how many loads of laundry do you think this would wash? Because typically I'll do 13 loads and it looks like two loads for, you know, normal detergent. And then I can say, this is 13 loads in my top load high efficiency washing machine. How many of you have a front loader? And, you know, people will start raising their emoji hand and then you can say that would be 26 loads, you know, and so anyways, things like that, where you can get some participation going, some involvement. And then I like to end with the mop. And we talked a lot, Susan, about, you know, do I talk about hosting or joining during a party? And I will tell you that my biggest 
part where I do this is in my live demo video and I'm planting seeds continuously. I'm a big seed planter. And so I will plant seeds when I get started and I'm talking about my own Norwex journey. I'll get in almost every demo that I have, I'm either planting a booking or a joining seed or both. So maybe use a pink window cloth when you're doing the window cloth demo and talk about how the host will get a pink window cloth for every booking. And then when they book a party, they get a pink window cloth for all their bookings. Um, there's just catchy ways. And then of course our options talking about, when you can buy the mop, it's worth every penny. You can host a party and get it free or discounted or when they become a consultant, it's $10 to get that kit mailed to their door. And then Norwex is gonna give them 90 days to earn that free. Um, and you coach them along to do that. So just giving them that confidence, that encouragement that they need that if they're interested, that you're an open book, they can come to you and that you would love to share more about that with them. Um, and then I end my video by you know, thanking them for, for attending. I thank the host for hosting the party. Um, and then I will say something along the lines of our party will close in 48 hours. You want to give a deadline because that creates a sense of urgency. Um, and then you don't have people asking you after when does the party close or the host making up a closing date. You want to have control over that. So I'll say the party will close in 48 hours. The first three people who place an order tonight are going to get 15 entries into our drawing for a free cloth. Anybody else before midnight will get 10 entries. If you book a party, you'll get... 20 entries, and if you join my team, you'll get 30 entries, and you and the host will both get a free gift. Something along you know, that line where they understand it's another seed, but they're also understanding that that sense of urgency is going to give them a prize of more drawing or more entries into the drawing if they um, order sooner. And you really want to create that sense of urgency because we all know if somebody walks away, uh, they're less likely to come back and put in an order or you know take an action. So getting that them to do something right away is really important. And I do, I have my host ask me about it a lot, like, can we extend it? And I will tell them, we always extend it one day. It's already even scheduled into my party that we'll extend it one day. And I just do surprise as requested, even if it hasn't been requested, it's always as requested. Our party has been extended a day. Um, and I just tell the host, you know, yes, you can tell, so-and-so that, that we're gonna extend it, but I don't advertise that because what I found from my experience is things come up. So all of a sudden they spent their money at the mall that weekend or they got a flat tire and now they can no longer buy. And the farther away you get from your demo video, the less likely somebody is to feel like they should still buy or that they want to still buy. So definitely, I think you're absolutely right. So that's, that's my live demo. If you, and I love that you touched on this, Susan, that works for me and it might not work for everybody. So if that doesn't work for you, do what works for you and you have to make a Facebook party your own. So if that's too long or you feel like that's too much, pick out what you want to talk about from that and focus on that. Or if you are doing, you know, you can alter it. You can share those, break those up and do them throughout the week if you want to. That's just what works for me and for, you know, I call it my mom brain during this season of life. Well, and, and Lisa, we've also talked about some people are petrified to go live on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I know I was. Uh, first couple of times, I think I went sideways. That was not so much fun for <laughs> me. Mitchell Facebook. still calls me sideways, <laughs> Susan. Uh, it's okay because I persevered. And so if you don't want to go live, you could also do a video. You could do a video over if you're not comfortable with it. And then when you get at least comfortable with that, then you'll know, oh, well, going live is pretty much the same thing. I'm just hitting a different button. And if you're new, you can do your live with your party cards. The, oh, live, the live demo um, that you're gonna do is basically gonna be exact duplicate 
of the one that you'll see Sonia Eckel do um, when you start and, and look at our uh, new consultant video because the party cards really are just uh, a cheat sheet off yep. of her party. So you are so right. So a couple things about that. Number one, we did our team meeting um, last, like last month or the month before on using the party cards because we had a lot of new teammates and I want, you know, I wanted people to know like, yes, use those party cards. That's what they're there for. And it's okay. I also think it can be relatable because people watching, and this is for home parties or Facebook parties, people watching think, wow, I could do that. She's just reading from cards, you know, and that's okay. Like that's okay for them to see that. I've also, I went to my friend, Leah is a teammate of mine. We went to college together. I went to visit her a couple summers ago and in her kitchen taped all over her windows, she had notes for her Facebook lives because she knew that's where her podcast or her tripod would go. She'd be, her phone would be pointed at her and then behind her were all the things she didn't want to miss out on. And I said, that is genius. You know, so if you, if you have the party cards, use them. If you don't create your own notes and tape them behind you so that you have that to reference you can do the same thing if you're going to record a video. Um, and if you are just still petrified, honestly, Facebook Live was not even an option for me for 10 months before, you know, it just wasn't a thing yet when I got started. I love it now. I find it very relational and I think it's a great way for people to get an inside perspective of you. Um, it's also great for bookings because people know that their friends are going to get to see demos at the party. So I really, Facebook Live would be my preference. A video that you record second would be the next preference. And then finally, if those are just not an option, don't let that stop you from doing Facebook parties. Use the Normax Safe Haven 5 video if you need to. So yep. don't be afraid. Absolutely. And, and I love what you said too, that somebody's going to be looking at you if you're using notes or whatever and being real and making mistakes uh, and see, and they'll think, Oh, I could do what she does. I remember one time, uh, Sherry Hamlin said to me, the kiss of death is when somebody says to you, oh, you're so good. I could never do what you do. That's exactly what I was going to say. So our team is team real. And that's why, because I'm all about, you should be real. Um, and our team exemplifies that a lot, but you are absolutely right. Something a new teammate has over me is that for me, a lot of times people will say, I couldn't do my video like that. Or you just sounded so, you didn't make any mistakes. And I'm like, first of all, I'm a hot mess, but that's okay. Um, but secondly, I think that, you know, you're right. If somebody's new and they're nervous and they're reading off cards or maybe you drop something, that's okay. And it shows other people that they can do it too. So be brave, be real, be you, <laughs> have fun. Yes. And have fun. Have yeah. fun while you're doing it. Okay, Lisa. So you covered the live portion and, options for doing that. And I think you have a couple more posts to cover. Yes. Yeah, so after that, so I, you'll notice, I really like to stick to that safe haven five. I find that it simplifies a party. So in my pre-party post, I might've covered in viral window. So, and then in my live, I covered everything, but I do like to do a few more posts after the party. Um, I tip, I like to do a cleaning paste post with some before and afters just because I think that I covered one or two ways you could use it, but it's just such, it's a product that we can use all over. So I like to do that. Um, I typically have a post on how to care for your cloths, just as a reminder. And I might even say something like, save this as a, save this to your phone as a reference for the future. You know, you don't have to go into it again. You went into it in your life. Um, I'll have a book a party graphic about, you know, how parties are easy and fun and how the host is going to be looking for a booking in order to secure her host rewards. And so I, you know, I'm not afraid to tell people that, that she needs a booking. Sometimes that might be the final thing that gets somebody to say yes. 
Um, I like to have a graphic with, I call it easy button packages. So, you know, here are some great easy ways to get started with Norwex so that that way they're not lost on the website. They can pick something right from that graphic that they know they're going to order. And then um, a thank you for hosting, you know, so thank you so much for, uh, thank you for hosting graphic with a thank you so much for hosting. Um, you know, I've had, I always say something like, I've had so much fun cleaning house with you. And then in parentheses, who says that? Um, you know, like making it relational again. And then I'll post the specials again, the easy button packages, maybe whatever Norex has going on that month, just kind of all in that last little post. I do not post the link though. Remember, I always reference them back to messaging their friend or going to the group description. Right. And so that's the end of the party itself. And then as people order, I like to thank them. So especially if people order before the party, I'm already thanking them. Or if they're ordering right after the party, I will post just a little thank you picture, or you can use a gift where you say, um, you know, there's all different ones, but just say something simple like, thanks so much, Susan, for placing an order tonight. You were one of the first three, so you earned 15 tickets. And you can, you know, like I said, you can take out some of those words that might flag Facebook and just keep it simple, but people still get the idea that people are ordering and that they are earning, you know, entries into that drawing. And that's, that's also a good little last minute nudge, like, oh, you want to do it now because you're going to get into that drawing. Yes, absolutely. And then the days after the party, still make sure you're doing that. And mainly because it's a way to remind people to order without saying, don't forget to order because people don't want to see posts like that all the time that can come across as salesy after you built up all these relationships. So just genuinely thanking people. And I don't get very specific about it. I really keep it pretty simple. Um, that's a time saver tip for me. That's not, you know, cause I don't want to share, but it's just easier for me just to say thank you. Um, but yeah, it's a way to nudge them to order, remind them that they want to order, but without saying order. Okay, and then you also do something after the party, the, the next day. You, uh, this is your way of planting that seed, that final seed about joining your team. Absolutely, so the next day, the night after the party, so if the party was at eight, the next night around 8.15 or something, I will post a ask me about my job graphic of some sort. And I will encourage people, I'll say, okay, you know, the party's over, but let's play, or the party is still going on, let's play a game. Last person to ask me a question about my job as a consultant before I say stop will get a makeup removal cloth. And I like putting that little, that makeup removal cloth because it intrigues people. They want it, you know, I mean, a makeup removal cloth, remove your makeup with water, people want that. Um, but there's another reason I do that. It's because you can fold it in half, put it in a regular size envelope and mail it with one stamp. So it's a cheap and easy Facebook party giveaway and all for people potentially asking me questions about what it's like to be a Norwex consultant. And I'll go into this more at our leadership conference, but about how to answer those questions, because just a tip, you want to answer truthfully, but be vague at the same time, because you don't want to lock anybody out from thinking that they could be a consultant. So, um, and I'll go over more of that another time, but I really recommend playing some type of game like that, just like you would play that at a home party, you have to be doing that on your Facebook parties as well. Yeah, I know some people that use the solution cards too. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, instead of asking me questions because yeah. the questions are on the cards, but yeah, or, or having the options for, you know, the solution cards, like a picture of them where you have them lined up to where you're giving people ideas of what to ask. That's another right. option too. I like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a great, uh, 
That's a great idea. And in case you missed it at the beginning, I did mention that Lisa will be doing our team building workshop at Leadership Conference. So, uh, and she has some amazing ideas to share. So if you are joining us at Leadership Conference and you haven't registered for your workshops yet, that's an option for you. So Lisa, we've talked about a lot. I feel like uh, hopefully people have uh, printed off the episode notes so that they can go back or go back and print off the episode notes so that you can really uh, jot down a lot of the great ideas that you shared. And for new people who are just starting, uh, you might think, well, this is great. It feels like a lot. Skinny it down, as I said. And what you want to make sure you don't do is that you don't just copy and paste someone else's party. You might shadow you know, maybe it's the person that brought you into the business or somebody else's uh, Facebook party. But if you copy and paste what they're doing exactly, that's the kind of thing that will land you or them in Facebook jail. So just make it your own. And as Lisa said, it's a relationship business. So you want to be building that relationship and helping them get to know you. Yes. And Facebook jail is a real thing. (laughs) So, you know, just know that. But you do, and you want to tell your own Norwex stories. And at the beginning, you're coming up with those, but that's why you get all those products in that kit is so you can go use them in your house and really, you know, get to work on your own testimonies with that. Um, so, and, and creating your own before and afters is such a simple thing to do. And that picture tells a thousand words, right? Yep. Uh, it just tells a story that you can't describe Uh, which is why I know you really love to use those as well. Yep. Okay, so I want to say thank you first and foremost, Lisa, for all of your wonderful ideas and readily sharing them with everybody today. Thank you. It's an honor to get to share. Um, And don't be afraid of online parties, you guys. Just have fun, be yourself. And Facebook is always changing, and that's just one thing you have to keep in mind. So just go with the flow and do I have all rocking parties? Absolutely not. I still have Facebook flops. Everybody does. But then I also have great parties too. And I have a lot of relationships that I built up that um, become fruitful in other ways later down the line. So when I have a host nervous about having a party, I will always remind her that just like we say at a home party, I will do a party for one person or for a hundred people. I'm all about sharing the mission. And when you focus on sharing the mission, good things come from that. That's a really great way to, I think, help people realize that, go ahead, you know, jump in. And you also, sometimes you have to give it a try. So don't give up if you try it and the first time doesn't work so well. And it's the same thing at your live parties. You will have parties where there's one guest, but that one guest, you never know where that one guest or that one party can take you. And It is a relationship business and people are also sharing with other people all the time. So jump in, don't be afraid. I think you have a really great outline. We also have a checklist for a Facebook party uh, in our social media section. Lisa, I wanna thank you and I wanna thank all of our listeners uh, who tuned in today. Always leave with an action step. So if you did not print out the episode notes and Take some great notes that you can implement either starting out doing Facebook parties or tweaking your own. That is your action step for today. 
So have a great one and until next time.